You are listening to the Real Talk with MGD podcast, and I am your host, MGD. Real Talk is a weekly podcast where I delve into a wide variety of subject matter to find ways to improve our lives, to become the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. My goal is to inspire and help you find your path in this world, and maybe, just maybe, get out of your own way to become the person that you want to be. So without further ado, let's get to the show. everyone welcome back to our third episode on youtube it feels weird it still feels weird to to be over here on youtube doing things when we primarily stream on twitch uh to be on a completely new platform it's, it still feels weird for me i still get a little nervous before i go live on this stream so but we're, we're back with our, our third episode of the real talk with mgd show on youtube where we discuss once a week random topics uh, about things that actually matter it could be anything from mental health to relationships to content creation and business to life whatever 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 is important to discuss that particular day we're going to be bringing in guests last week we had captain redbeard and we talked about the importance of and and the value of being brutally honest uh, and today is is something completely different we're going to be talking about failure, failing, and the importance uh, of embracing failure and not really running from it. Because everyone, everyone at some point in time fears failure. I don't want to say everyone fears failure because at some point, people will le- you will learn to kind of embrace it. It's a kind of an important aspect to the growth of everything you do. Whether it's your again, whether it's relationships, whether it's uh, you know. You're, you're getting into business or you're a content creator you're trying to grow your stream failure is, is something that everyone fears at some point in their life some people however become extremely crippled by it they get extremely crippled by the thought of failing to the point that they never reach their potential in life in, in their business and their relationships that they just uh they sit there in the comfort, and I say comfort purposely, in the comfort of mediocrity, and, and they sit there with their they, they self-loathing, wondering why things are not working out for them, wishing and hoping that something good will just happen to them, and that things will suddenly get better. But the the, the truth is that's not going to happen. Now, now with that attitude and the outlook on life and the outlook on failure. Over the, over the years of my own life, I, I failed numerous times, like a, a tremendous amount of times. From business ventures to relationships to goals, health. and some, But some of my biggest failures have paved the way for some amazing opportunities. And, 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 and opened up ideas and new paths and things that I wanted to, to venture. I feel way more accomplished today, even though I'm not where I want to be and probably never will be because uh, my goals are constantly expanding. As, as I reach new heights and new levels and, and do new things, and I start to experience more, I, I want to do more. So I don't know if I'll ever be at that point where I feel or I feel 100% accomplished, but I am, or when I say accomplished, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be at a point where I'm like, all right, we're good. At that point, I think that we're gonna retire and die. Um, and it's probably just my mentality through, through life. Uh, but I definitely feel more accomplished today than I ever have. And, and, and I am better off, way more knowledgeable, experienced, and driven than I've ever been because of the failures that I've experienced in my life. Back into, to, to give you some examples of some of the things that, you know, the, the more notable failures that I that would say. Back in, in 2005, I, I started my own MySpace design company. And I designed MySpace pages for artists and, and musicians all over the world. I became one of the top five designers in the world. The top, the number one was a company called Band Spaces. They pretty much hit every single A-list celebrity. I got like the B, C, and D-list people, uh, newers. But I, I was, I was very good at what I did. I loved what I did. I was passionate about it. Um, and then in 2009, 2010, as as for those that don't know, and if you do, if you're old enough to know face to know Facebook and MySpace were once uh, very different platforms, 
MySpace ended up dying out. Everyone, 50% of their user base ended up just leaving the platform for Facebook. Pretty much in a very short span of time. My business went under. At the time, at the time, it, it affected me greatly, financially, emotionally, mentally. It it's it was very deflating to to have a business where you're riding kind of like the top waves. You're successful. You're doing great things, only to be kicked in the the dick, so to speak, and dropped down to your knees, and not being able and, and, and no longer being able to survive. I. That was the first time uh, I, I lived in my car. I mean, not, not be able to afford rent because my business went under. And at the time, I was young, naive, and I was the type of person who's like, there's no way. There's no way this is going to happen. I convinced myself, not everyone's going to leave. MySpace is going to be around forever. And I was absolutely wrong. And sure, at the time that I was going through this, it sucked. It absolutely sucked. And, and the, the consequences of my thoughts and my actions were certainly not the most fun, but it did pave a way for a lot of things. I've learned from those mistakes. One of the one of the biggest things I learned is any any social network can be gone tomorrow. To have multiple avenues opening, it, it, it opened my eyes to to make my business a little bit better when I came back to it. And for a while, I didn't actually do design work. I got out of it for a few years, quite a few years. Um, I still did it privately in my own time, but I didn't do any work for anyone else. Because I was scared. I was scared of failing again. For years. I would say a good four or five years. I got I went into a different industry. I started working out. I got in shape. Became a personal trainer. I was like, yeah, you know, there's always fat people. I wasn't one at the time. Shut up. I am now. Uh, but again, that's what we're talking about. You know, you know, I failed many, many times. I've, I've failed my own health. I got into a different industry because I was, I was afraid of failing again. I was afraid of going back to this, the point where I'd be living in my car, wondering if I'm going to be able to pay rent, uh, how I was going to get to the next job, what I was going to do with my life. I didn't want. I didn't want to deal with it, and so I, uh, I got into a different industry. That eventually failed too. I remember. I remember working as a trainer, built it up, had a, an amazing clientele. I was making good money. I was consistent. And then out of nowhere, the gym closed. I got a week notice. But even when that happened, I was, I was more, I had already failed once. I was, I was already good with it. I was already okay with the fact that it was going under. I, I, I bounced right back up. In fact, that rekindled my, my passion for design. I got back into an industry that I left out of fear of failure. I got back into design work and now I do that professionally. That's my, it's my business. And I'm not afraid to fail at it. I'm not, I'm not afraid to fail because I will probably fail at many things again, but I, it's the failure that learns. And we're going to talk more about that feeling. I failed in relationships. It took, it took numerous relationships for me to realize I needed to be happy alone before being in a relationship. It took, it took numerous failed relationships for me to realize I needed to be happy alone to figure out how I could be happy by myself before I needed to be in a relationship. And what ended up happening is I ended up enjoying my solitude more. And I haven't been happier than I've, I've been happier than I've ever been. I'm not saying that I will never get back into a relationship because I, I, I will never say never, but I have learned to enjoy myself and my solitude and learn to be happy by myself. And it took failed relationships to come to that conclusion. The pandemic, that was that was, that was was an issue that was out of most people's control. Can I consider it a failure? It was more of a setback than a failure, right? Because failure typically is usually an internal thing where it's something you've done or you don't recognize. The pandemic was uncontrollable for most people. It was a setback, but it did spark an interest in streaming and podcasting and getting back into things that, you know, I had once kind of put off. It's kind of like a side thing. I'm very thankful for the opportunities that I've gotten from everything that I've failed and effed up along the way. My business failing in 2005 allowed me the opportunity to come back into it, back into streaming and starting my design business better than I ever did. I'm able to work and stream full time 
without needing a secondary job. Is it where it needs to be yet? No, not yet, but it's still growing. And I'm excited. I, I've, I've, I know without a shadow of a doubt that there's success at the end. Because I've already failed once and I've already learned from those. I'm not going to, again, I know there's going to be failures along the way. And we still have those struggles. As a content creator, we run into those struggles all the time. The thing is, is failure is inevitable. And no matter, no matter what you do, you're going to fail at something. Your hard work, your passion, even your talent will not prevent it. You're going to fail at something. It's inevitable. Failure, failure is beca because you know that there's an inevitability that there's going to be failure. It's not something that you should be fearing. It's something you should be embracing, which is pretty much the entire discussion that we're going to be having today. Fear is not something to be feared. Failure, sorry. Failure is not something to be feared. It is something to be embraced. You will learn substantially so much more from failure than success. Talk to anyone that succeeds. One of my favorite books by Timothy Harris is the, um, I can't, all of a sudden, every time, every time I try to think of a title of something, an actor name, whatever, I can't think of it. Um, Tribe of Mentors. There we go. I read, I, I literally will read that book at least once a week. Not the entire book. I will read a chapter of it. And what he's has done in the Tribe of Mentors is he, he's interviewed some of the most successful people in their field. A variety of different fields, from medical to scientists to to uh, authors and, you know, artists. Interviewing some of the best, the best in their field. Talking about their failures and how it has shaped their future. How it helped them become better at what they do. Because I, I guarantee that Timothy Ferris, if, if you've read any of his books, he tries to sh find shortcuts to everything. He has spent his entire career trying to find shortcuts to make things better, but at the same time, became very, very successful of it. But he's also failed along the way, and he understands that failure is a part of the process. You're going to fail. He wasn't asking them what they did to succeed. He was asking them, what failures helped pave their way to get the, a big one of the main questions was what was a, a very notable failure that has helped sh shape your future that was one of the main questions in every single interview that he did nobody knows everything so your success when you're when you're trying to succeed you're going to substantially learn more from failing than success Success is the byproduct of everything you've done up to that point. If you had no challenges, setbacks, failures along the way, you will learn nothing. And some people will coast through certain things and they'll, they'll, they'll feel good about some of the things that they've accomplished. And, you know, some people will have it easy in the start, but at some point there will be, and we go back to the initial thing I said, failure is going to be an inevitable thing that's going to happen. You're going to fail at some point. And since nobody knows everything, there's always going to be a room for improvement in everything that we do. You're not going to know. And some, and sometimes, many times, you won't, you won't even know the areas that you need to improve until you hit those walls, those setbacks, and those failures. You might be coached along, everything's freaking good and gravy until you hit that first obstacle and it puts you down and knocks you down. You might not even realize there was a problem until it happened until the consequence of whatever it was that you weren't doing or hadn't done or didn't implement finally came through. Unfortunately, there's a lot of a lot of things that we are completely ignorant about, even in content creation. There's things that I'm sure that there's, I don't even know yet. I'm absolutely positive there's things I don't even know yet. But we got, we got so many people that come into this and they're like, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to stream my games. We're going to, we're going to have a bunch of viewers. And then the moment that they don't get it, they realize there's a little bit of work ethic to this. I say a little bit, there's it's, it's work. They give up or they complain. They don't figure They can't figure out why they're not moving forward. They don't understand it. 
the, the, the moment that they reach some sort of setback, whether it's they didn't get enough views, they're not getting viewers. And I, I don't even call those setbacks. Those That's just a byproduct of you not doing what you're supposed to do. People think they're getting into this in content creation. It's all about just streaming a video game. People are just going to come and, and flock to you. And I know we've you've heard me say it a million times over. No one gives a shit about the game you're playing. They don't care. Unless you're amazing at the game, no one cares. No one cares that you're live. No one cares. When you go into these Discord groups and you're posting your, 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 your spam messages, trying to get people to come to your live, no one cares. Unless you have provided value to them. And this is an entirely different topic, and I'm not going to try to steer off too much of this. But understand that no one cares. The most important person that's going to care about your success is yourself. So when you hit these walls, and which you eventually will, you have to learn to work through them. It's going to sound absolutely cliche. I'm, I'm going to use a cliche analogy here. But if we never... If we gave up the moment that we fell trying to learn to walk, we would never walk. As cliche as it sounds. We go through... We start out in life. And it's a, it's a toddler... Trying to learn how to walk, its you don't even realize that you're failing. It's just, you're a toddler. You're trying to do what everyone else is doing. You don't give up. You start out barely being able to move your damn body. As, as, a, as a helpless infant into a, a new, into a small toddler, you are trying to slowly become some semblance of an independent person. You first learn by being able to lift up your head. But you can't do it in the start. You have to keep doing it over and over again. If you gave up the moment it started, you'd be literally in a vegetative state in a crib somewhere having someone else wipe your ass. But no, that's not how it works. It's not how it's not how life works. From the very beginning of your, your, your existence, that it's not how life works. It doesn't change as you get older. So you get stronger. You learn how to crawl. You learn how to roll over. Eventually, eventually, after much trial and error, you might be able to get your little legs to hold your body up. You start to stand. Wobbly as they may be. It might not be for very long, but you're going to stand at some point. And you keep going. You fall over and over and over again, but you, you get a little bit better. And eventually you take your first step. Again, we'll call it, we'll call it a step. It might be a waddle. It might be more of a forward lunge as you try to get two, three steps before your ass hits the floor again. As a toddler, you don't care. You're just trying to get up and move. And you keep doing it over and over. Eventually, you learn to walk. Eventually, you get good at it. You get really good at it. Some people get really great at it because they're actually become great runners. Some of the best in the world. They just never stop giving up. They never stopped trying. They kept pushing to the point that they're some of the fastest people in the world. And they're sure, I, I know there's genetics in there, but yeah. If you never, if you would have gave up the first time that you hit a, hit a wall or a setback, we would never learn to walk. Why do you, why do you do the same thing for your goals, your future, your success? I, I made a comment a year and a half ago on stream that I was never going to fail. I would like to I would like to reiterate that statement. Because I know I'm gonna fail. I'm not I'm not that's not what I meant by that statement. What I meant was I'm never gonna give up. I'm never gonna give up on my goal. That's it's, it's not something that's in my is in my mindset. I will I will fail. And I have numerous times. We failed many, many times over. But I'm not worried about those things because I learned how to adapt, overcome. And some of those failures, they might set you back a little bit. I remember, and one of my one of the biggest things I had to learn is, is patience. Patience with the process. Learning to love the process. It's 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 really as a content creator, we want everything now. We live in a society where everything, everyone wants it now. No one wants to work for it. And Unfortunately, there's this mentality and everyone, I feel like it's ingrained in human society 
that everyone wants to do the least amount they can possibly do. They want to do nothing. It's absolutely the most challenging thing to overcome is to actually get up and do something that you want. It's not easy to succeed. It's not. It's not easy to get up every single day and, and plan out your stream, to plan out a discussion, to plan out a talk. It's work. It requires, I'm not saying it's hard work. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's work. There are definitely things that there's times I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I do them anyway. I need to apply that same mentality to everything in my life and, you know, health, diet. We take the easy way out more times than not. And we got to stop. Failure will make you stronger. I can, I can, I can attest to that. Failure separates the weak from the strong-willed. We know I know plenty of very weak-willed people, and so, some of the greatest people I know, some of the nicest people, extremely weak-willed. I don't know if it, 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 this might be something that just takes time to learn, but people, I mean, people fail. We all fail. I mean, we, were, we said that we're gonna say that a million times over. But some people give up on their goals the first time they are met with opposition and struggle. Are you going to be that person too? Or are you going to are you going to be resilient to it? Are you going to be resilient to failure, get knocked down, but you're going to bounce right back up? Because it's going to happen. Like we said, failure is inevitable. You're going to fuck up something. I try not. To, I tried not to swear this entire damn time. It happened. It came out. I'm sorry, podcast people. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, chat. I was trying to be PG this entire time. I, I technically still PJ. I get one. I get one. That was my impassioned f bomb. <laughs> but are you going to be that person that that at the moment the difficulty arises and struggles? And I get. Listen, I get it. Life's not fair, right? Life sucks sometimes. Sometimes it feels like you're repeatedly beat down. That nothing ever goes right. Every step of the way, you, you're facing obstacles and you're facing you know, adversity and something's always trying to tear you down. I get it. I've been there. I've lived that most of my entire fucking life. That's true. I've been, I've been through that. I'm sorry. I, I swear again. I tried not to. I've been through that. I still go through it. I still go through it. You can, you can allow all of that shit to define you or you can rise above it Get knocked down, but get back up and be like, listen, I'm just going to get stronger and stronger. Like a child trying to learn how to walk. You're going to get, you're going to fall down. You're going to get right back up. And every time you get up, you're building muscles in those legs to, to allow you to withstand the next time it comes. So life will have to hit you harder and harder in order for you. I know we're rated R now, wifey. <laughs> Someone in chat's like, now we're rated R. Yes, I know. It got a little, it got a little, it got a little racy, a little dicey there for a second. Failure shouldn't break you or stop you. Failure should make you push harder. It should make you push harder to achieve your goals and dreams or whatever it is that you, that you want to accomplish. I think if you can handle. If you can handle your present failures, when I say handle, not deal with, I'm not talking about, there, there's people that look at handling things. Like if you can handle your present failures, like you just sit in comfort and allow things to happen to you. That's not what I'm talking about. Living in comfort and mediocrity and allowing things to happen and you do absolutely nothing about it. That's not a life I want to live. That's not a life that anyone wants to live. I guarantee it. No one wants to live in mediocrity. Some people might, right? Some people, you know, they thrive in comfort, but they bitch the entire time. It's going to be that kind of stream today. It's going to be that kind of podcast. I'm sorry. Um, we're, we're just going to accept that the, what, the, the, the filter fell off. It's just what it is. Whatever comes out of my mouth is going to come out. So, but if you can handle your present failures, you can handle anything. I think people that fail and embrace failure take more chances. 
Those who embrace failure take chances on things knowing that despite the failure, they will give it their all and learn from the experiences. They're willing, they're willing to take chances on things. People, people that fear failure, they play it safe. They don't take chances. They don't take chances. They don't take risks. They become stagnant and boring. Unfortunately, we know a lot of people like this. I'm not saying that you are boring. You become boring. You just, you live in the, you live in comfort. And again, discomfort is something we talk about all the time. Comfort versus discomfort. A lot of people don't want to be in dis discomfort because they're afraid that all of that pain that they're going to put themselves through will re result in nothing. And maybe it will. Maybe you won't get the end product that you want out of it. The end result. Maybe you won't get it out of there, but you will learn something from it. You're not going to get nothing out of it. And that's something you should understand. You will get something out of it. It may not be what you're looking and intending, but you will get something out of it. Greater risk equal greater reward. Even with the, even if there's greater chance of failure. Apply for that big time job, that dream job that you have, even if you don't meet all the requirements. I'm not saying that you should apply for a job you're absolutely not qualified for. I'm not saying you should go out and just apply for that neurosurgeon job and you have zero schooling. That's illogical and dangerous. You're never, absolutely not. I'm saying if you have experience, you have skill, you have time and effort you put into something and you feel like you're not going to get that big time job, that dream job that you want, apply for it anyways. And if you don't get the job, which it could very well happen, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being told no. You can learn from it. Ask him, what are you looking for? What is it about that what I submitted that turned you off? That made you say no? Was it that other people were more qualified? That's an easy thing to fix. How do you get more qualified? Maybe more, more knowledge, more experience, more schooling. Things that you can absolutely control. Greater risk equals greater reward, even with greater chances of failure. So apply for those things. <laughs> Mighty told me I could be a doctor, so I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Ask the guy or the girl out that you feel is way out of your league. Here's another example. Don't be creepy about it, of course. But, you know, take the chance. Step outside your comfort zone and take chances. Because if, you, if you're not willing to take a chance, you're not willing to fail and fall flat on your face, you're not going to get anything that you want. It's just, not, it's just not going to happen. I think I think as well, um, sorry, I made a thought. Trying to redirect it, trying to bring myself back from a more into a more PG state of mind. Um, sometimes failure will even allow you to find new paths. Sometimes failure can help you discover the path that you are on isn't the right one. Now I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that you just decided. You know, uh, it would. It didn't work out for me. I, I gave up because you know you failed along the way. It's not the same as giving up. Not, I'm not saying giving up because of failure. That's not what I'm saying. But discovering that the path you chose maybe wasn't right for you. Maybe maybe in the process of doing something, stepping outside your comfort zone without risk, of, with the risk of failing, but you learned you lack the passion to really want to give it everything. It wasn't really the avenue that you wanted to go. Or, or even better, you discovered another path within that genre or that area that caught your attention and you're more passionate about. Maybe you wanted to be an actor and that's what that was. You you wanted to grow up, you wanted to be an actor your entire life. And so you spent all this time with the dream and the goal of becoming an actor. And then you, you took that chance, you jump in there and you realize, I kind of want to be behind the camera, not in front of the camera, but behind it. I want to actually be a director or a producer. That's what I'm talking about when you might find you pass. And then you actually feel more fulfilled by helping create things on the back end versus being the actor. Now, I know I realize that, you know, people have different goals, but that's what I'm talking. I'm not saying it's not giving up because of failure, but rather finding new paths 
because of taking those chances. So failing will often lead you to new paths too. Like I said, in, in my past, failing in, in my business, in my space, brought me to the path of, of personal training, which allowed me a lot of experience. I learned a lot about nutrition and diet and same thing, I realized. I, fitness and health and working out and programs and, and muscle anatomy, and which eventually anatomy helped me with my design and drawing. It, it had multiple avenues that improved in everything that I was doing. I may not, I may not be the, the, uh, the beacon of health that I used to be, but being in that industry did allow me to pursue that as a different passion and also allowed me to get back into design because of the failures that happened. Like I said, we all, we, we all have this desire to do nothing the least possible work that we can do. I think if I, if I, if I could, if my 20 year old self knew everything that I know now, as I hit 40, as I'm in my forties, I say that like, I just heard 40. I'm almost, no, I didn't just turn 40, did I? It's been almost a year. <laughs> if, if I could go back in time and, or at least my, if my, if I knew what I knew now at 20 years old, my thirties would be a completely different experience. Knowing what I know now, my 30s would be different. I say that because I know now that everything takes time to build. My 30s, I would have been doing whatever I wanted to do because I would have never given up. As you're young and naive and everyone goes to a state, state of mind where they give up on things because they don't feel like they're good enough. And because of that, that fear of failure really kicks your ass. I've given up on so many ideas, so many dreams and, and thoughts in my early teens and 20s that if I could go back, my life would be way different than it is now. I probably would be working for Disney. I'm gonna be honest. I'd be working for Disney. I'd be an animator. I love, I love art. I love design. And the thing is, is I could still be that. It's just not the road that I want to take now. In my 20s, content creation didn't exist. Not, not at the level that it was now. Maybe I would start a YouTube channel. Maybe I would have been able to do things like this, but in a different way. I'm getting emails as we're doing this. Let me turn that off so that doesn't continue happening. Um, I, would, I would be doing something similar to what I'm doing now but having the knowledge of what I have now. I think the hardest thing for people is finding a way to thrive in the discomfort, the tasks you don't wanna do, but you need to do, the, the uncertainty of whether or not all of the discomfort that you're putting yourself in is gonna pay off in the end. I feel, I really truly feel that's one of the reasons why most people get into a lazy mindset. They do the bare minimum. They convince themselves, I'm just gonna do what I can. And then if they fail, they're like, well, I was gonna fail anyways. And by fail, I mean like they give up and, and they actually fail and don't, don't even pursue the passion anymore. They convinced themselves long ago that they weren't good enough anyways. And so they don't do anything really to make themselves better. We see, we see it all the time in, in content creation. People, people got get into this. They don't want to improve their content. They think they think that streaming alone is is what's going to make break their their success. And maybe some people will be good right off the start. But the, the truth is, no one is. One of the one of the best things I ever did for myself for myself was start to stick to a schedule. Schedule things out. Write things down. Make notes because. I have ADD brain a lot. I have many different thoughts. And if I don't write something down and if I don't have a schedule, I feel like things are not, I do feel like there's no control and I will forget things. I will forget to do certain things. And so about a year ago, <clears throat> roughly, roughly about a year ago, there was a point where I was feeling really, really busy. 
but I wasn't feeling productive. Things weren't getting done. I had all this work to do. I was overwhelmed and everyone, and I had so much to do, but nothing was getting done. Streams weren't growing. My design stuff wasn't getting done. Like it just, it felt like I was extremely busy, but not productive. And so I sat down and I started a schedule. I sat down and started a schedule. I was like, all right, so this time and this time I design. Nothing else. I don't do anything else. It's, it's my work time from this time to this time, from this time to this time, I stream. From this time to this time, I can work out. I can eat. I don't, I need to get my workout schedule back in there because I sleep through my workout schedule Bad MGD. And from this time to this time, I can do whatever I want. So the moment I get off of my, my morning show, my midday show now, I go to work. I go straight to work. I don't drive anywhere. I basically turn off OBS, which is my streaming platform. And I pull up my Photoshop. I pull up my emails and I start working because I know the moment that I'm done with that, I'm going to go straight to work for the next couple hours. And then I'm allow myself some time to eat. And then I'm going to finish off some work. And then once I'm done there, I will grind the shit out of my work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So a lot, so allows me Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to enjoy my time, to hang out with my friends, to play some games, whether it's new world or something stupid, maybe phasmophobia, which is the one of the other games we play with, or, you know, a community game night with, with everyone it allows me the time to afford that. It took fucking shit up. It took failing at my own productivity to learn I needed to be productive. I was failing time management horribly. At that point, I did reach out to my friend, Captain Redbeard. I was like, dude, I'm not being productive at all. Like I'm busy, but I'm not productive. And that was one of the things he said. Schedule your day up. Make sure you leave time for yourself though. Don't be so regimented that you don't like be a little loose with your time. And I am. Like if things pop up and things and things happen, I, I will kind of adjust accordingly, except for my stream times. That's, that is set in stone. And when I talk with people, I'm like, I'm free almost all day, except for this time, you can't get me. My phone's off, my email's off, you, you won't reach me. You won't reach me at all. But I had, it was one of the best things I had to, I ever did for myself was stick to a schedule to get myself into a routine because otherwise I wouldn't be doing what I wanted. I wasn't, I wasn't getting things done. The other thing most people we, we, we need to realize also is embrace the fact that you won't be good. Embrace the fact that you won't be good at things and stop comparing to those that are. It's easy to look at someone and go, man, I don't know if I could do that. He makes that look so easy. And then you get inside your head, you convince yourselves, I'm not good enough. My skill level shit compared to that. And then, then you never try. Your fear, your fear of your fear of being inadequate leads to your fear of failing and not living up to your potential. Your failure has convinced you not even to even bother. How many things have you done that to? How many things have you told yourself it's not worth even trying because I'm not going to be good at it? There's probably a lot. You're probably you're probably sitting there listening right now, going, "Son of a bitch, I've done that." I've done it. I've 100% done it. Whether it's whether it's this, people are like, you, you're really, really good at Photoshop. You're amazing at this. How do you make it look so easy? 20 years of experience. I, I straight up told them, 20 years of experience. I wasn't good at the start. You're not going to be either. Be realistic. Understand that you're not going to be good, but you're never good. You're not, no one is good at anything at the start. Some people are rare geniuses was like less than one percent you're not that less than one percent you're going to be like the majority of the people out there to have to work their way through and figure things out get good at it and build onto that skill set you're not going to be good 
at the start. It's okay to suck. You're going to. You weren't the best walker when you started walking, right? You wobbled. You fell. You, sometimes you sat there and cried because you're frustrated. It's okay. You're going to go through all those emotions again. You're editing a video. You're not going to be great at it. Sometimes, sometimes you're really bad at it. Sometimes you struggle through it. Sometimes you cry. You know what I'm talking about. If you've ever edited a video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's those failures, it's those moments that allow you to that teach you things, that allow you to grow. You learn, oh shit, I should save my videos more often. Because if I don't and it crashes, I have to start over. And that sucks. It sucks a lot because I spent six hours editing this damn video. And I don't want to have to spend another six hours editing a video for it to crash. You learned lessons. You learned through failing. Embrace that failure. Embrace those moments. Because those are what are going to teach you and become better at what you do. And in a few years, you might be a master at what you do. Truly, I, I, I'm, I'm very, very good at Photoshop. But I have 20 years of experience. But I'm not the type of person that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't understand that I don't know everything. I know that there's so much more to learn. There's so many updates and things coming out. I have a thirst for knowledge when it comes to that. I embrace that I'm not going to know everything. I embrace that there's going to be, I'm going to fail a lot at it, but I'm okay with it. I think, I think one of the, try to, try to word this in a way that, I think the one thing that people need to learn to become in order to really overcome failure is discipline. Finding and becoming disciplined in what you do, even when you don't feel like doing it. Because believe me, there's going to be times, plenty of times even, if not more times than not, that you don't feel like showing up. That you don't feel like doing what you need to do. That you don't feel like going out and working out in the gym. You don't feel like, you know, eating right. I feel like that on a daily basis. I, I know. 99% of the time, you're not going to feel like doing it. You're not going to feel like going out and networking with people sometimes. You're not going to feel like doing all the back-end work that requires your actual success. If you don't, If you don't find some sort of discipline in what you're doing, you will fail. And then it will be your fault. I mean, you may have to learn the lessons the hard way. And we have friends that we have to teach that to over and over. Not, not even teach that, but kind of reiterate that to over and over again. That you're, you're going you're gonna to mess up. You have to, you have to be more disciplined. And some people, some people, their fear of failure doesn't allow them to stick with anything for too long. They're so afraid to fail and so afraid to screw things up. That if they hold on too long and they see themselves start to fail, they instantly move on to the next thing. They're like, nope, drop that, fuck that, I'm doing this. They won't allow themselves to fail. To the point that they fail them, they fail all the time, not realizing that their inability to hold on to one thing and focus and become disciplined at it, that they're failing over and over again. They're so afraid to fail. That they won't allow, the moment that something starts to set them back, they divert their attention to something else. Well, that's not working. Let's do that. They do that for a little bit. This is the, this is the avenue. I've been looking, I've been doing a lot of research into this. I know this is the avenue I want to do. They do that for three weeks. They see, the, they see, they see something kind of not going their way. Nope, we're going to do this now. I've been doing research into this. We looked it over. This is definitely the avenue I want to go. And they're going to convince themselves more of this. You're going to convince yourself. If this is your mentality, you're not trying to convince other people. You're trying to convince yourself that this is this this is the right move. I know I know that uh, Captain Redbeard right now is listening to that going. You know who you're talking about.
because it's difficult when you're really afraid to let everything good you have go to try to achieve dreams, especially when you have things pretty decent. I think, I think the, I think the end of the day, um, you have to ask yourself, what do you, what do you want to do? Are you happy? What makes you happy? Are you happy in your, your position? I do. I really, are you happy with what you are doing? If not, yes, you might be living comfortably. You might have money and you might be able to have a good job. But I think the ultimate goal for everyone is really just to be happy with what they do. And and whatever that whatever avenue that makes you happy. But at the same time, if you're not happy, you have to think about it's what you want to do. Is that sustainable? Because there are people that were like, well, what do I want to do? I want to sit around all day and do absolutely nothing. But is that sustainable? No, you're not. And maybe and maybe and maybe for some people that is perfectly fine for them. Some people will live in a van their entire life and, and enjoy that process. It's not me. I'm too big of a guy. I can't live in a van. By a river or anywhere else for that matter. I also have a very tiny car, so it's not a van I would be living in. It would be like a little baby hatchback. Um, but ask yourself, what do I want to do? What do I want to do with my life? Take, take the risks. I'm not saying to be dumb about it. You know, plan some things out. Put a plan in place. It, it is the what the thing is. Risks are absolutely horrifying and scary. Taking a risk is terrifying because you don't know what's going to happen. You might fail. You might fail, but you might not. And if you do fail, you'll learn from it. Again, this is this is not me saying you need to you should go out and quit your job right now and just jump right in. Again, there's there's some some common sense to some things you need to do. Plan. Put a plan in place. If if you if I'm not saying that this is everyone, but if you're working a job that you hate every single day, you go you go to work. And you you hate your life. You might be making great money, but you're sitting in a fucking cubicle. And I'm, I know that probably doesn't exist for a lot of people now with the whole pandemic. But you know, for a while there, you're sitting in a cubicle and you just hate life. And the best part of your day, and we talked about this early uh, a while back, but the best part of your day is either when you get a break or you go and take a shit and you're like you're shitting on company time on your phone, scrolling through TikTok. That's the best part of your day. Like that's not a life, man. That's not life. But it doesn't mean you should just up and quit. Like that does, that's not common sense. It, it would it wouldn't it wouldn't benefit you to go ahead and just quit your job at that point in time. Instead, start start putting some time and effort into some of the things that you are passionate about. A little passion project, if you will. Do a little bit here and there. Start putting some time and effort into it. And let, you know, plant that seed into it. Nurture it. Allow it to grow a little bit more. And over time, maybe, maybe, maybe it won't be, you know, next month. Maybe it won't be next year, but maybe a couple of years from now of you putting that time and effort into building something on the side, you get to a point where you can actually do something with it. You can, you can take that leap with a lot more comfort, knowing that you, you've spent the time and effort into understanding the, the business, understanding what you're doing. And I'm, I'm not assuming just business, but you you kind of know a little bit more. You're not just jumping in completely blind into it. That's the thing. Same thing for those that want to just quit their job and get into content creation. No, and it's not a smart move at all. It's just, this is a lot more work than most people realize. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of that goes into it, and there's still so much that I haven't even quite figured out just yet. And there's going to be things that I won't figure out for years to come. I didn't just quit my job to do this full time. I started a business and I built it up to a point where I was like, I can sacrifice this. If I'm doing this, if I sacrifice this, I can support myself off of my business. That was when I made the decision to do it. It wasn't before then. 
I needed to make the right decision at the right time, but I didn't just start a business and quit my job the same day. I had already been working on my business for almost a year before I made that leap. And I worked hard. I had the pandemic benefit of that, where I got to work a little bit, a little bit harder and a little, put a little bit more time into it. I got to be able to put some focus in while at the same time building my, my content creation on Twitch at the time. I already planted the seed. I was nurturing it the entire year, making sure that I was diligent and building a reputation and, and building clientele and getting that word of mouth. And then, you know, as I moved away, some of the other people that I used to work with in the old industry, in the event industry that I was in, where I did design work, started reaching out to me a year later. They're like, hey, you design work for me. I'm like, yeah, I can do a sub. We have a subcontract now where I get consistent work coming in. Helps me pay for things. Helps me, gives me that comfort of knowing that I'm doing, moving in the right direction. I took the risk at the right time. With the, there was still risk. There was absolutely, and there still is risk. There's still an opportunity that this could all crumble and fall to the ground. But I'll rebuild the son of a bitch until it gets back up. Because I'm not afraid to fail. I'm more afraid of giving up on it and living a life, sitting, working in a cubicle, hating my goddamn life every single day of my life. I fear that more than this. That's what I don't want. I don't want to hate the rest of my life. I don't want to work for a job in a company I don't I don't care about. Where they're like, oh, you should live and breathe our company. You know, you're this is this is your life now. No, I don't want I don't want any part of that. I don't want to work for anyone else. I worked really, really hard to the point where I don't have to. That's what scares me. That's what also drives me. That fear is what drives me to, to work really, really hard so that I don't have to do that shit. I don't have to go and work for a company I don't want to work for. I don't have to do slave labor doing things that I don't care about. Working, f and then to say that for those of you that have to work those right now, it's not saying, again, you should just quit your job. Some of you will have to endure that for a little while longer. But if you don't put any sort of discipline into your passion projects and doing something outside of there, you're never going to be happy with what you're doing. You're going to live in your comfort zone. You're going to live in mediocrity. And you're going to complain and bitch about your life and hope to God that something just happens. That's why people play the lottery. Those type of people play the lottery. And I know that some people are like, I play the lottery. I know. You're the person I'm talking about. And it's not to offend you. But that mentality is, I hope that this will change everything. You want out of the mess that you're in. And some people will play the lottery and just hopes that maybe it'll help them along a little bit faster. Because trust me, I've been there. I have played the lottery. I felt like I almost won once. But... I was like one number off. And I, I won like a hundred bucks. I was one number off. It was so bad. I was so pissed. Um, but people play the lottery because they would rather live in discomfort or the comfort of being mediocre. The comfort of whatever misery that they're in, that's what they're used to. And they'll stay there because they fear failure. They fear taking a risk on something that's going to make their life better and happier or the moment that they they face adversity they realize instantly oh this is a lot harder than it's going to be newsflash talk to anyone that has ever succeeded i guarantee it's never been an overnight success if it was it's probably some bullshit some bullshit scam story that they're trying to tell you to you can make a million dollars in three days following these three simple secret rules no sorry uh that's not gonna happen because if it was that easy no one would be poor if it was truly that easy no one would be poor You're going to have to work for things. You're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to learn your craft. You're going to have to get good at what you do. And you have to do it while understanding that you're going to be taking some risks along the way. And you might fuck it up. You're going to fail sometimes. You're going to have moments where 
you know, things don't work out in your favor and you're going to have bad days. You're going to have great days. Consistency will take you a long way. Learning from your failures is important. If you just keep failing over and over again, you go back and doing the same shit because that's all you're comfortable doing. It's not, it's, it's not going to help you. You're not going to grow. You're not going to experience anything more than what you already are. If you're tired of the shit that you're going through, you got to do something else. You got to try something new, expand your horizons and give it enough time and energy and focus to see it through to the end. Not the moment that something goes bad that you redirect your attention to something else. And the moment that goes bad, you direct, you can convince yourself pretty easily that uh, you can convince yourself pretty easily that it's just not worth it. I don't know. I want to do more. I want to do more with my life than, than just living in fear of failing. And I'll give it a shot. I'm giving everything a shot. A couple years from now, we'll look back on this and go, hmm. Wasn't that, it wasn't that crazy. I think when you've succeeded before, it kind of makes it a little bit easier. When I said I was, I did really well with my MySpace business. I know it sounds absolutely insane to say that, to say that out loud, knowing what MySpace is now baffles me to say that I was making so much money. It was sick. But I was young, I spent it on stupid shit, and I wasn't smart in, in how I conducted business. I wasn't smart. I didn't, I didn't listen. I wasn't very, very naive in what I did. And I failed. The business went under. I failed. And I had to learn from that. But knowing that I knowing that I've been able to succeed before makes it easier to be motivated to do it. And some of you haven't really had that success yet. And some of you have been doing this for a, lot, a while now and still haven't figured it out. And to those people, you got to kind of give credit to. The people that have been doing it for several years haven't given up. And there's an argument to be made about, you know, maybe trying something new or you should be figuring things out by now. But we know that a lot of success takes years to really get good at what you're doing. But it requires discomfort. It requires living outside your comfort zone. It requires doing things that you don't want to do. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to do the things that you don't want to do to succeed? Because if not, you're, you're not, you're not, you might as well just go back to your cubicle, go back to doing whatever it is that you're doing now, living in misery, complaining to everyone about how life sucks, how it's so unfair, how you wish you could just win the lottery. You can go back to that because that's about the most that you're going to get out of it. I'm not saying you can't be happy. I'm just saying. You're never going to reach your dreams just by doing absolutely nothing and waiting for things to happen. So, but that's all I have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for uh, tuning into another one of our podcasts. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about some more content. Uh, whether it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where our guest is going to be yet. Um, but we'll be back next week chatting about some random stuff, things that are important. Hopefully you guys found some value in today's, today's show. Uh, this will be up on Spotify soon. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, well, you missed the live show on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify and you want to listen on, on the YouTube channel live, ask questions live. And I know that people can ask questions in the chat. I don't necessarily respond to them in the chat right away, but there'll be times when we can go back through um, and do that. But uh, it was a pleasure. I had a lot of fun. I always enjoy these talks. I need these serious talks every once in a while just to, to get it out. There's a lot, there's a lot going on up in this head of mine. And these days kind of help balance me out a little bit more. But we'll be back next week, same time, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, live on the YouTube channel, Mighty Gamer Dad. But we'll talk to you guys next week. You guys have a wonderful day. Peace.